Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News brought to you by Cook of the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire hey. and Pete. Hello. This is our sister show to Cut of the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse which you can find on Facebook at Cut of the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cut of the Ball in the PTA and YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a listen. Be nice, tell a friend. So yeah, this is where we discuss the weirdest shit we found on the... Oh, oh, wait, oh daftest or oh, most macabre, anything really that stood out to us this week. Mm-hmm. It was being worthy of having a, ch- having a chat about. And an RIPD to... Lisa Marie Presley. Lisa Marie Presley. There you go. RIP. So, start with the first one. Police say that armed robber had plastic gun as he was shot dead by customer in restaurant. I'm taking this as America. It is America yeah. indeed. The plastic Where gun. else would it have been? Hmm. Sure. Texas as well. Sure. <laughs> it's a good guy with a gun. He's finally turned up. Yeah. Police said the armed robber who was shot dead by a customer at the restaurant in Texas had a plastic gun. Footage showed the moment the supposedly armed robber walked into the Rancherito Taquiera restaurant in Houston at 11.30pm local time on Thursday the 5th of January wearing a mask that covered his face. Houston Police Department said the man who has now been named as Eric Eugene Washington pointed the quote gun at customers and demanded their money with many cowering under the tables as he collected their belongings. But you can't really blame him, can you? Yeah. After taking what he wanted, Washington headed towards the exit, at which point a customer seated in a booth near the door stood up and opened fire on the robber. Washington was shot four times in the back until he collapsed before the armed customer then shot him a further four times as he lay on the floor. The customer then leant in and shot Washington one more time at point-blank range with paramedics pronouncing him dead at the scene. So he pretty much emptied the clip. That looks like a cult to me. Or a browning. It's certainly a generic angle. I reckon a nine-round clip. So will he be prosecuted in any way for that? He's neither been arrested nor charged. No. And not been identified. I just think... It's a bit hard. Excessive, isn't it? Nine bullets into him. Yeah. It's excessive. I'd say so, yeah. I, I, you know, look at the uh, list of you. Look at this article on Unilad. You can find it on there. Armed drama, plastic gun. Type that in. Uh, the guy sitting opposite the man with a gun has this like look on his face and says, "You fucking killed us all, you cunt." Does he? I think he looks as calm as a you know pig in shit. He's just say. staring intently at the guy with the gun, <laughs> yeah. just like. I can't... He's just lit them back, chilling. He's like, well... <laughs> he's like, my man's going to... He's like, my man's going to take him down. <laughs> I'd be shitting it. Four times in the back. Do you reckon he even challenged him? What do you mean? Like, said, like, hey, dirtbag. Well, like, because he's going to turn around and shoot you, isn't he? He doesn't know it's a plastic gun. Yeah. He's in the back, innit? There you go, finally. A good guy with a gun does something. Mmm. I sort of believe it. The man deserved to die. Well, no, probably not, but he, you know, you don't know he's not going to shoot you in this scenario, do you? No, you don't. He's close enough to give him, like, accurately give him one in the leg. 
Yeah, but then you still run the risk of cutting the female artery and killing you that way anyway. Well, if you shoot him in the leg, you aren't disabling his hand to cheat you. Personally, there's no such thing as a wounding shot. The the angle he's at there, we're looking at a picture, listeners, he could have quite done the under bit of his arm and that, you know. Well, it's hard, isn't it? See, personally, for me, I'd have shot him in the fucking hand he was holding the gun with. Yeah, you could pick it. So spur the moment you ain't yeah. gonna get a shot like that. Look how close he is. He's putting four. He's just going four into him. That's all he's doing. And then he's obviously panicked. But would you want to? He's never killed someone. anyone before. I wouldn't know. I'd away from him. My then? my thought would be disarm the prick. I if I had a gun, I'd shoot him in the hand. If I had a gun, yeah, you saying I'd, I'd be disarm the shot. prick? Who are you? <laughs> You're not dirty Harry, yeah? <laughs> you don't just shoot him in the hand. You can't shoot someone accurate in the hand 100% of the time. <laughs> you aim for the centre mass. You just put him down, you aim for the centre mass. Tell me, from target. five, six foot away, you couldn't shoot someone in the hand. Adrenaline pumping, you're a citizen. We don't know if this guy's got armed forces or police experience. I know, but... He's just point some is, guy who goes down the range and he's going for the centre mass. Nine shots, four whilst four, he's down. The first four are justified. It, it the four in the back are... The first four are justified. Yeah. The four, four follow-up ones are, and the one the head certainly isn't at that's that point. execution, that that's is. That's what yeah. I mean. Those, that, like you say, the first four shots, he went down. Fucking get over there with to your kick gun. The, kick the gun kick, away. Exactly. Disarm him. Yeah. If he moves to it, shoot him again. Fair enough. He's not moving after four shots at exactly. that point. Exactly. But he could have survived after those four shots. Yeah, the execution's a bit far, isn't it? Yeah, that's he's watched too many films. Is yes. there is there a video of that? Yeah. Can we watch? We won't, we won't be able to see the execution. No, but can we watch the video? Of yeah. That's so we just watched the video, and we're all in, in dispute about it because I say it's just really easy to put four rounds into him at close range, and I've done with it, and the execution's the over the top. We only got to see stills. Didn't you we? guys they seem to think that we're just picking out people's hands and arms, and don't yeah, look I'm, me in. I never said anything. I've gone for the arm, the leg, the shoulder. And I, that any, took him down. I think it's madness that people are going around carrying guns to restaurants in the first place. Well, yeah. fake guns. No real guns? So yeah. I'm going out for a meal. Better take, take my, my gun. gun. Taking my gun with me to a meal. Better take my nine milli. I'm going to McDonald's. Yeah, but you were all laughing at the start about how it was Texas. So they've obviously got a high, like, you know, death count. Because, well, gun, because gun they, they've got open carry, that's open why. Open carry, yeah. A lot of parts of America have, haven't they? Not so. that many. Well, not so many now, I suppose. I think Texas is the, Texas is the most. Liberal. I think Texas is the most gun-friendly yeah. state. Yeah. I think. Can we run them on this in some Texas? You can tell us. Yeah. Oh, I think it's in there, Texas they should have to wear cowboy boots if they're carrying. <laughs> <laughs> and a hat too, <laughs> with, with, with spurs, no, so, you, so you can hear them. No, you have and you have to wear a white hat if you're a good guy and a black hat if you're a bad guy. That would make things a lot easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, just have a couple of black sheriff, I guess a couple of black hats walk into a shop. <laughs> doesn't have to be a hat, could be one of the bandanas around mm. as a neckerchief. If it's black, all the no, no, we'll we, we insist on the cowboy motif, assless chaps and everything. <laughs> assless chaps. Assless chaps. Why would you go straight to assless chaps? I said hats first. As I said that, I just like heard the association of line dancers going sick writing a letter against. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, people got their jeans underneath. You're the one assuming they're bare cheeked. Uh, okay, fair they enough. are cowboys. <laughs> this is what I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went straight to assless chaps. 
With no jeans as me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I can't lie. I really it did. Doesn't. <laughs> it's well, I didn't. Because <laughs> every, every time you see arseless chaps nowadays, there's a bare bottom fucking sticking out of her. Because that's oh. the comedy effect, isn't it? You've got that calendar, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was last year. I haven't got that this year. I've got puppies this year. Puppies? Yeah. I mean, women's breasts. We've got... <laughs> we've <laughs> got... Rolling around the office, this calendar of, like, hunks of 23, right? I'm Genuinely. Because our manager is a proud lesbian... And the I thought you were going to say supplier exactly. who sent this calendar to Simon so like with a Christmassy gift did not know this. Uh, so this this calendar just keeps floating around the office, either left on some guy's desk or hung up behind or like that. It's just it's just doing the rounds, but everyone's embracing it. It's really great to see. <laughs> Which is your chosen month? I don't, I don't have a place in the office. I just go in to look at various. You just go in to look at the pictures. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, just <laughs> like men. I just pop in and have a look while I'm sorting out the paperwork. I, yeah. just, I just go in to look at the hunks on the wall. <laughs> Mr. And December, he's we, fantastic. We all go in there just for that reason. Mr. Se- Mr. December's got a Santa hat on. Oh. <laughs> we all go in there for that reason. Everyone, everyone has to go in the office at some point in the day. We all go in and have a quick look at that calendar. Fair enough. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Mike leaves the football scores on then. I know, yeah. it's quite it's funny, like, uh, isn't my, it? My team got fucking spanked today, 4-0, away by fucking Rotherham. Which didn't team, happen in my mind. My team got battered as well, 3-0. Yeah, and my it's team won. It was just like this. All every, over his every, desktop. Every, yeah, exactly, all over his desktop. It's on Facebook, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Top of my feet, isn't it? Obviously. <laughs> Mike, I saw this article and the first person I thought of was you. Okay. Exclusive. The amazing tale of Englishman Will Still, Europe's youngest boss who cut his teeth playing football manager and is now a stunning un- on a stunning unbeaten run with League One Ream. What? In English? So basically, a football manager... Someone who plays football manager... Yeah has landed a job with FC Reim in League One of France. Right. And he's on a ten-match unbeaten run. See, none of that was clear from the headline to me whatsoever. Was it to you? No. Thank you. And actually, Reim's <laughs> paying a 25,000 fine every match he's to, well, he's to miss his licence. Ah, uh, because he hasn't got the UEFA Pro licence. Yep. He has in the game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Obviously not in real life. So because he's that good on the game, they've gone, oh, come on, come on. Manage our team, and he has. Yep, and yeah, he's yeah. and he's winning for him. The thirty-year-old Englishman who grew up in Belgium, who learned to love coaching through football manager, has become head head coach at twenty-four. Who became a head coach at twenty-four. Oh yeah, is now the youngest manager in Europe's major leagues. Ridiculous, really. Still says, during those long nights at the computer, still cut his teeth alongside brother Ed, now thirty-two, now a head coach himself, Belgium's top flight. In December 2021, years after Spotstream, they sat in opposite dugouts. Wow. Fair play. Guys, uh, you've been playing it for years. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Telford could do with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> ne- next job that's going, just, just apply. Look, um, I've taken Nottingham Forest, they've won the fucking... They've had five Champions Leagues in a row! You did do that at I one did, point. yeah. 
That's why I said it. I didn't even, at one point, Mike, Mike and me alternated. I was Blackburn, he was Forest. At one point, we alternated Champions League and Premier League, pretty much. Yeah. Whoever won the Champions League would usually finish second in the Prem. Whoever won the Prem would lose them in the final in the Champions League. In all fairness, Nottingham Forest are doing pretty well this year. Yeah. For Nottingham Forest. I'm over the moon, yeah. So, Ben, I do, I do genuinely think... You should be getting older, Blackburn, because they really need some fucking help. Yeah. Well, we're still fifth. Yeah, but in what, six leagues lower. No, get out of it. One, one league down. Well, since Will took temporary charge of struggling Ream in October, Europe's youngest team are ten matches unbeaten, including Wednesday night's one-nil win away at AC Ajaccio. Still, now has the job full time, at some expense too. So they're paying. While the 30 year old studies for his UEFA Pro licence, a job requirement in League One, Ream pay a €25,000 fine every match. Is that taken from his wage? Well, it's been sort of negotiated still, laughs. The club said, We're ready to invest in your career just as long as you keep winning. <laughs> Fair play to him. Yeah, he yeah. got a draw against PSG earlier in the season. <laughs> and let's face it, he is ginger. He hasn't got much chance of doing anything else in life. So. <laughs> Who's finding him? FIFA? The French FA. The French FA. Yeah. Find the club for $25,000 every game because he hasn't That's got a licence. Will he keep win? It's a requirement in the, league, in the French mm-hmm. league. The thing is, you think twenty five grand per game... So you're talking 40 games before it's a million. They're mm. going to earn a hell of a lot more than a million euros. If, if he keeps in, the, if he's in the league, they were mm. struggling. He's That's won 10 games I mean. on the spin or he's, he's done 10 games unbeaten. He has done coaching in real life, though. He started with the Preston North End's under-14s. Hey. Then he went to Belgium. P&E. San Trubaden. And then various roles at Standard Liaison, second-tier outfit Liesa. So he's been... He has been doing proper coaching for a while. Yeah, we learned it all on football manager. Yeah. Do hmm. he plays the four three three we play? Everybody does, doesn't he? Think he still plays? <laughs> I bet he plays. Yeah. I bet he's got a version of it set up with his team in it, mm. and he'll manipulate the scores and manipulate and see who's on form. And that's what the, what you should do, really, if you're a football manager. Have the data from the last game with everyone who everyone's what everyone's rating boils down to using the game mechanics. Input that into a, a, a game with your team and run the next game. Try and get formations, squad selection, <laughs> everything. You just play the game for like th- a couple of days. Try different squad combinations, different tactics against what the the teams the AI is yeah. saying that this team that this, this the opposition's going to use. Have you heard this Blackburn Rovers? <laughs> Give Ben a ring, trust me. <laughs> you know, you you can just play the game and win the match virtually, and then re- and wonder what's going to at least try and put it into real life what you did in the game. Just reenact that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, real life obviously you've always got. Is you know, obviously a ball could always hit the post and go and not go in. Someone can get sent off. Yeah, the it ain't, is ain't there's variables, in the same but statistically, directions. that selection. Should be mm. the team's tactics, like ninety percent of the time of the game. You could run the simulations, couldn't you? You could, yeah. And say, so, well, barring any major changes, like someone getting sent off. Teams the- use it for scouting players. It's you know, it, it's mm-hmm. that in detail because they have their own scouts. Football manager. Why aren't you doing it to to bet? 
Well, I haven't got the latest version of the game for starters. It's better. Mine's a bit out of date. <laughs> I don't think my laptop would run it. Plus, we've had some weird ones where, like, the FA Cup final, for example, Newcastle versus Everton, right? Yeah. It was a weird, weird game that year, and on the game we've been playing, the FA Cup final on the same day as the actual FA Cup final has come on, and it's been Everton versus Newcastle. And we were like, oh, it's been 1 0 to Everton. We're like, should we go and put a bet on that? <laughs> should we bet on that right now? Because, nah, probably not. And then the results have been the wrong way around or something, you know, whatever. But you're like, sometimes you do think, like, hmm. You see, that game has been the cause of so many divorces. <laughs> that and Warcraft. Mm. Probably that. And, uh, I think Champa was actually quite up there, to be fair. But I imagine Warcraft's not far behind. But still, yeah. Fair play, Trim. Absolutely. Okay. Man in intimate relationship with $3,000 doll says his partner doesn't understand. No quite shit. fit mind. The doll? Yeah. Or is that his partner? No, that's his doll. Oh. Well, we've got a doubly blonde hair, hazel eyes. So this man set up an Instagram, Twitter and a YouTube account for the doll. Hmm. An Australian man who says he has an intimate relationship with a plastic doll has revealed his online girlfriend was furious when she found out about his unusual pairing. So he's got a another mm. missus online then or something. Yeah, online girlfriend. Uh. Aussie Rod, not his real name. <laughs> oh, I bet he's got a picture of his dick for his profile picture of his name's Aussie Rod. <laughs> I'll guarantee you his profile rock, picture. Mate. <laughs> I'll pr- guarantee you his profile picture is his erect penis. <laughs> Aussie Rod. Rod Come by on. name. Rod by exactly. nature. <laughs> exactly. We know it. So he purchased the doll in 2001 after going through. 2021. Oh, 2021 after going through an intense two-year period of loneliness and during which he hadn't had any physical contact with a woman. Oh, filthy, bro. After a lengthy COVID lockdown, the carpenter was feeling isolated and his mental health had deteriorated. So he turns to the internet for answers and discovered the world of sex dolls. Rod admitted he initially found it all a bit new and scary and he had no idea about the existence of the product. Of course he didn't. Nevertheless, he decided to pay $3,000 for his own life-size physical synthetic companion in 2001. Uh, 2021, which was named Karina Lovely. He named a Karina Lovely. No nagging. Very true. Mm. He's got a blonde and a brunette, hasn't he? Sex whenever you want. He's a California, no he's a California blonde and a hot oriental chick with dark hair. Mm. But no, no, oh, not tonight. Well, he, says a he says there's been an improvement in his emotional well-being, so Fair whatever play. works. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. Mm. Ain't judging. I'd bang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you saying that you know? Yeah, everyone his needs partner online. Yeah. yeah, his partner online is five thousand kilometres away. Hmm. It's not um, very handy in a relationship, is it? Well, she wasn't very happy. No, she wasn't very happy about the sex dolls at all, and is argued it? about it, and didn't understand why you'd want one. Is it what you tell her? No, you just keep it in the closet, wouldn't you? Yeah, you just put her to well, one side. Far away, oh yeah, just put. You know, yeah, you just put put her in another room. He was on. He was on fucking Skype with the one. He's like, ah, love, 
I'd like you to introduce you to somebody. <laughs> this Karina. is uh, Karina. And this She's is Lauren. lovely. Lauren's just joined us. What <laughs> <laughs> well, you got two? You got a six dollar harem. <laughs> <laughs> He's having, a, he's having a rod sandwich. Uh, <laughs> he's just being the sandwich, Philip. <laughs> well, looks like he's got a few dolls, to be fair. He's got two, definitely. Well, that's a third. No, that's the same one. Nah, it's not. He's got a on that one. Nah, it's not the same one. I think, oh, yeah. I think it's not the same one. I think you can adjust different. the features, man. Nah, yeah. it's completely different, that is. Either, you know, whatever makes him happy, yeah. I guess. Lockdown was difficult. And if you have after lockdown, didn't they? Maybe that's when the loneliness kicked in, innit? Yeah. Yeah. If it was a robot doll, I'd go for it. Would you mean like Westworld? Yeah. It's no different. If it's Westworld, then yeah. It's no yeah. different to a bloody woman having a dildo. They'll be socially accepted. Or whatever. You know, in, in a while. Well, when, they, when, when we get AI and, you know, they're, they're just walking around Mate, like the rest of us, coming in human so, skin. So close to. It's Westworld level. I mean, I it was, you know, it's Westworld level. You said that series? Not seen it, I know of it. Though. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just like ultra realistic, these run on programs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't tell the difference. Yeah, of course you are. Isn't it like they kill them or something? And that's not, that's not even, I don't mean that to say misogynistic in any way. I mean the same for women too. You have the male yeah, one, yeah. You know, by all means. But then surely then we'll all fucking die out. Because none of us are actually going to fuck each other anymore. We fucking are ultra realistic sex dolls. The human race just die out. No, because they'd have artificial womb facilities. Yeah. Women just want a baby and they just say, yeah, all right. Oh, well, shit, that company's already started yeah. up, hasn't it? We had it a few weeks ago. Yeah. That'd be interesting, because we don't get to the difference, and of course they'll all overthrow us from within. Who will? All the AI, yeah. they'll turn on us eventually. Humans. You seen that programme, the Channel 4 programme, a couple of years back? Watched a bit of it. Humans. Yeah. That was just fairly yeah. good, that was. She was really hot. Hot robot. Really mm. hot robot. She's real. She's a real woman. Well, no, no, no. Ben, she's for you. Oh, oh wow! You fucking good. That's 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 lovely. All right. Horses with giant cysts from pharmaceutical testing turned into meat for humans. It's Binder's at it again. <laughs> Giving us the horse. This is another horse meat scandal. Yeah. Fucking hell. Mike, have you just been on some kind of poison meat <laughs> fucking rabbit hole? No, what happens hey, to be across We're going to do mad cow disease next yeah. week, guys. Hey, here, <laughs> yeah, Ben. Have a look at these horses and giant cysts. I came across this news, and a couple of days later on my YouTube feed, I got a video about mad cow disease. I went down that rabbit hole. Oh, right. <laughs> so, is yeah. this referring to when it all came out? It's, yeah, but this is something different. Okay. So horses with giant cysts and repeated pharmaceutical injections were illegally butchered and turned into meat for humans by a criminal gang in southern France, a court has heard. Some 25 people, including wholesalers, vets, dealers and butchers, stood trial in Marseille on Monday over the alleged scam that saw fake documentation given to horses previously used to produce serums by French pharmaceutical company Sanofi Pasteur at a laboratory farm in southern France. They had repeatedly received jabs against rabies, tetanus and venoms. After an anonymous tip-off in 2012, investigators found cysts 
and ganglions on Gan necks. Ganglions. Yeah. Ganglions. That's not good. It's a... A skin a tag. No, it's Yeah, like basically. But it's underneath the skin, so yeah. it feels like a sort of knot. Oh, and all squidgy and... Mm. My ex used to get them in her hands, little ones. Yeah. And they can go on the, your wrists as well. Went to a doctor and said, oh. What do you do about this? And he said, Just lie your hand flat and hit it with a book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what that's what they do. Yeah. Well mm. never had that. Anyway, so, as well as an S for Sanofi on the rump of former racing horses, which should have been retired after being released by the company, but they ended up on the butcher's block. Eight vets are among the defendants accused of failing to spot telltale signs the horses have been used for pharmaceutical tests. And despite being clearly marked as permanently barred from slaughter for human consumption, the animals were given new paperwork declaring them edible and were butchered in Narbonne in southern France, Verona in Italy and Barcelona in Spain. Shocking, isn't it? However, they're, they're obviously taking backhanders, these vets, weren't they? Mm. Oh, Hungry for money, these vets. Hungry for money. While the horse's treatment was illegal, an expert tasked with assessing the dangers of eating their meat concluded there was no major toxicological risk for consumers. But you're just having fucking awful meat, aren't you? It's fucking horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be terrible meat. Cuss-filled cyst. You have to cut round yeah. that shit and just take the meat off and, you know, you wouldn't serve the cyst up or... No, and it's, un you know, it's... It's so grim, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, 2013 was when millions of ready-made meals were withdrawn from shop shelves across Europe after they were found to contain horse meat instead of only beef, as indicated on the label. Mm. Yeah, they're just about fucking sorting that out. Yeah. Verdicts are due on Wednesday. What's the date of this article? And that's 2013. That meat does look good, mind. 9th of January. Can you see the big grey mass at the back of it? That sort of That's film. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stock photo of someone butchering beef. That's all right. That, that meat does look good. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so along with the horse meat and lasagnas, this was going on at the same time, pretty much. Never. It was basically all inter interconnected, wasn't it? It was yep. these dodgy fucking gangs that were just hey, what? What? selling shitty horse meat to anybody and everybody, pretending it was beef yeah. and all sorts. What gets put into our food really is fucking terrifying, to mm. be fair. Mm. There's a, an allowable amount of rat feces as well, isn't there? Yeah. Do you know what, though? Without it, would the food taste as good? <laughs> it probably wouldn't. I had extra rat feces to buy in. <laughs> People grate say, them over the top. People say I they love smash with grated rat feces over the top. Um. It's like people pick out big chunks of onion in your in your lasagna or something. And oh, I don't like onion. Alright, I'll make one without the onion. Oh, this is gross. Ah, so you do like onion. <laughs> it's one of those. It's, it's that kind well, of thing. Just so rat so, feces for so without the rat feces. Maybe food wouldn't taste as good. <laughs> so we're that used to that. We're used yeah. to that flavour. Without mm. it, it might not be good, or it might be ten times nicer. It's probably going to be a lot nicer. Let's face it. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't want. Call me old-fashioned. I don't want any type of feces in my food. No. You know. Call not me old-fashioned. Not even a bit of cat. No, no, don't want that either. No, 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 no feces of any kind, any kind. No cysts either. I don't want cysts. I've got lamb tomorrow. I've had lamb for ages. Ooh, a nice lamb cyst. 
No, I don't want. I don't want a I don't want a lamb joint tomorrow. That'd be terrible. Make sure yeah. when you're chewing a fatty bit, it, it doesn't feel like a cyst. It doesn't pop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, imagine it cook off in the oven, wouldn't it? And it'd be added to the juices, which goes into the gravy. <laughs> so you're still ingesting it? Thick, yellowy, goopy gravy. No, yeah. The, the, the meat juices. It was, yeah, you gotta use the meat juice in the gravy. I love my gravy. What about the, the, cis, the cyst juices as well? Well, Where put it all in, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Before I throw up. <laughs> Very similar to your other doll story. Oh, no, wait, we've got two doll stories. Man spends nearly £2,500 on a lifelike silicon replica of wife who died from Covid. Wow. That's. Pretty realistic, isn't it? She's fucking spot on. I don't, know. I don't know what his wife looks like, but just looking at the picture here. It's just a normal. Lovely little Indian woman. Aww. Yeah. Ah, and he just sits there on the thingy. People ride by on their bikes. They're like, "Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Punjabi." Sandilia. Sandilia. <laughs> a sixty-five-year-old <laughs> Claire. <laughs> 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 Mason, I never could. Mr. and Mrs. Punjabi. If I, if I, <laughs> my word, uh, we'll delete that one out, shall we, Mike? <laughs> if I'd have said Mohammed, you'd have gone, "Oh, you're fucking racist." I didn't. I just, <laughs> it's the first Indian-like name. Well, Mohammed is an Indian anyway, well, so that whatever. wouldn't have been correct. It doesn't matter what I'd have said. You'd have all gone. Up in arms, anyway. Oh. A 65-year-old man in India has installed a life-sized silicon statue of his wife after he lost it to COVID-19. Tapas Sandilia, a retired government employee based out of the eastern state of West Bengal, built the lifelike replica at the cost of 2.5 rupees, is it? Yeah. Lack. Lack. Rupees, like, I don't know. Either way, it's two and a half thousand pounds. To honour her memory. Was it? You have to ask the question. Is it a sex doll? You know it's got. You know it's got orifices. That's what (laughs) I was wondering. Is is it anatomically correct? (laughs) Yeah, you know it has. Do you think he still? Yeah, yeah. I think he does. You know it's got orifices, mate. It does kind of take the sweetness away, though, doesn't it? That is. And she's sort of sitting there on the. It's made of silicon, though. Mm. So it, can it is for all intents and purposes. Uh, yeah. A sex doll. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, I admire his commitment yeah. to his wife. Don't get me wrong. That's fantastic. It is but quite sweet. Like, it's, it really it's incredibly is. sweet. Yeah. I love it. It's tragic he lost his wife. He yeah. loved her. And he's, yeah. I don't want to be with any other woman, even even some other sex doll. She scares all the other women away. <laughs> yeah. uh. And maybe, you know, the conversations are quite one-sided in the house. Anyway, so... It is a little bit weird, though, at the same time. I think he time. took a cast of his dead wife's pussy and then... <laughs> had it remoulded, so it's perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Once again, Mike takes it to a different level. No. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, but if you want that same comforting routine, then, you know... Well, you'd ask for it to be a bit tighter, probably, for one. <laughs> I don't think it really matters, to be honest. Well, unless you do the arsehole as well, and you're all right, aren't you? <laughs> I don't think it really matters. Claire's just very diplomatically drinking her coffee. All right, Claire. You look. God forbid, it doesn't happen. You lose your husband, and you have a, a, a silicon. Nice would you have? Statue. Would you want the the penis to be a replica of your husband's or not? <laughs> Oh, 
thrust it by an eyelid. Well, they look like they're, yeah, you know. Oh. I, think, I don't want to be an exact replica. I think people still have sex in their 60s, Claire. Yeah, have you know STD rates are the highest amongst pensioners? Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Isn't this great? It's oh, oh well. Doris, I've got the clap! <laughs> <laughs> Don't chag Mike down the, down the way. <laughs> Don't chag Mike down the way. Why are you going to Am I giving people the clap now, am I? I've got leaky dick <laughs> again, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that in confidence, you just leaked it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give all the old people clap. <laughs> that bloody Doris. Right, so let's carry on then, last one. So, ageing has been reversed in mice in groundbreaking study. I hope so, because I'm going to be 39 again soon, and I don't really want to go through that much often. Much more, you know. So scientists have managed to reverse the process of ageing in mice, raising questions of whether the same could be done to humans. So, from the Harvard Medical School, also found a way to speed up the biological process. Yeah. Suggested it could be driven forwards and backwards at will. So I could turn Pete into the, the guy off Indiana Jones when he drinks the wrong cup. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which Pete cup? Pete, Pete, which cup would you have picked in that scenario? They're all them grails, you got the jewelled ones and everything. You have seen it, yeah? Yeah. And you got the, the, the clay cup. I I think I don't think you'd have picked the clay cup. I think you'd have been like that jewel shit. <laughs> nah, <laughs> see, I, I would have probably gone for the grey cup because I'm quite good at puzzles and that. I'd have thought the grey cup is the least likely one to be, more than likely meaning it's I, but the you one. know what? I guarantee you took the fucking jewelled one too. Actually I'd have stuck that in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Technically you're still wrong and you would have died. Because it should be a bowl rather than should a... be a tray. Yeah, it's certainly a bowl. Yeah. Well, to be honest, te- so the tray, technically... You should have drank from the tray that the cups are on. Technically. That's what a grail is. It's all a load of bollocks, so... Actually, there's <laughs> evidence that Jesus was a real person. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he could have... Is it about that? Drank from his cup. That's not out of the realm of possibility, is it? No. That he drank from a cup at some mm. point, mm. somebody that happened to be the last meal that he ever had. If he existed. If he existed. Mm. Anywho. Mm. So the key to this is manipulating the rodents' epi- epigenomes. epigenomes, which function as an operating system by instructing cells how to interpret and use genetic material. So it's easier to tweak the molecules that drive the body's epigenetic, epigenetic process, I don't like that word, <laughs> than to reverse DNA mutations. Mm. Say researchers opening up a raft of possibilities of how ageing could one day be treated. Yeah, mm. well, we up. They've been doing mm. this for a while, weren't they, with the mice? Yep. This well, is the biggest breakthrough yet, I think. They grow penises on their backs, all sorts, don't they? Ears as well, yeah. <laughs> penises, penises probably too. That was uh, Mr. Garrison, wasn't it? Ah. Uh, Penis on the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Good news, can't it? Well, yes. for the earth, probably not. Mm. Do we want people that never die? You know, Except... comes to that, don't it, whether we replace our bodies with. Uh, we do like altered carbon. Yeah. Or, or, or we have a reverse age and something like that. It'll mm. come to it because we're all terrified of dying deep down. Mm. 
None of us want to, so anything that... Nah. So... Imagine the problems that that might cause. I mean, it's great, don't get me wrong. We don't want our loved ones to die. But... Do you know, it makes you wonder, though, it could lead to other things, couldn't it? Alzheimer's, things like that. Mm. No, but then you just could, replace your memory stack. It could, it could, it could be... You back, you back your brain up to when it's, you start getting the Alzheimer's. No, it says it can reverse the, all the, you know... That's what I mean, so they, they could tweak this in a way. You get Alzheimer's, suddenly you've got a 20-year-old brain again that hasn't got Alzheimer's. That's what I mean. They could tweak it to help things like mm, that. Yeah, it's yeah. a great thing. It, it certainly could be. But if we're if we're all if we're all immortal, and more people are getting born and born. We're not going to have enough resources. You'd have to limit the birth rate at that point, wouldn't you? But this is where we How start. Do you, do that? you you have to get sterilised everybody at birth. Maybe the 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 copies you make of yourself aren't sterile aren't fertile. Maybe as well. This is where we start populating other planets. Some because that by this That's time, anyway, would I'm not advocating this by the way, but it's nice to live longer. But I don't want to see a load of people oh, I'm just saying that who are sterilized. It's a good it's thing, but it's going to cause its own problems by this well, time. Hopefully, you'd have decent space travel mm. and we've colonized another planet. Oh, you'd be open, so wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be ideal if you sent like a, a huge ship, like in the like in the, the films and whatnot. Yeah, they can, they can live 150 years on the yeah. ship because the aging's been reversed. Yeah. Yeah. Instead so of cryostasis, to... that seems that it might be impossible. Maybe, maybe more improbable, but yeah. if this is impossible in enough time, yeah. there's a good sci-fi film called Pandorum. Has anyone ever seen that? No, I don't think so. No. It's about a colony ship that gets sent out from Earth and to breed new planets, but it goes terribly wrong. I won't say what happens and give it away. No, it always film. goes <laughs> terribly wrong, doesn't well, it? Could, um, into like a sort of coma-like state and just feed them a bit of this every now and then to, you know, until they got, you know, that could be a version of cryostasis, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, keeps them alive with like some kind of drip that's feeding them at the same time with this anti-aging or or, or reverse aging yeah. thing. Either way, you've got to come with somebody to keep us alive when we go out there. I'll get on it, don't worry. You sign it out, Pete. Yeah, I'm on it. We'll, be like, we'll put the human race on your shoulders. Yeah, I'm on it. No pressure. Don't uh, worry. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Okay, on that bombshell. Alright, so I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Come to the Ball and the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting to the Ball in the PTA. And I'm going to sign off by saying, don't bring a fake gun to a robbery. Because there's a good guy with a gun somewhere out there. Real gun. Probably not don't, a cop, Why don't you just say, don't rob? <laughs> yeah, don't try and rob people. It backfires. <laughs> All right, don't do that either. You know, but if you are going to do it, get a real gun. Get maybe. a real gun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a blood oh, no. Fucking hell. I mean, just saying. <laughs> you do do properly for one sake. Shoot everybody case. in the head. No <laughs> witnesses. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> I said nothing. Don't set him off. I said nothing about shooting people in the head. I'm just saying that. Well, you know what? Bring the fake gun. Wear a bulletproof vest. Yeah, there you go. Happy days. Oh, I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Spread the love, even if it's plastic. Plastic fantastic. And I've been Pete. Yeah, bring on the the 
the anti-aging mice, reverse aging mice, and get it, get it down to humans. <laughs>